Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We're having a great conversation across this podcast uh, episodes with uh, Scott Rommel, voiceover actor, a great friend of mine and a true professional. Let's uh, jump in on the conversation. We're talking to Scott Rommel here on, uh, on the Six Ways to Sunday podcast. Our podcast is mainly about three or four different themes, uh, media, culture, church, faith, current trends, and you are a believer, believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, and believe that in salvation and, and walking in faith with the Lord. And you work in a secular, for the most part, a secular arena. What would you say, what are some of your experiences, and what would you say to other faith-based artists that are working in a world where, you know, those are people that are not of faith? Well, first of all, let me just say that Jesus Christ is the most important thing in my life and has been since I was a kid. And um, I was raised in a Christian home. And, uh, you know, it's been really the core of my life and how I have had gauged my priority system uh, with my family and, and everything. You know, this is, this is just the business. You know, this is, it, it, to, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. I do these big trailers for Marvel and, you know, all this stuff, right? Some of my favorite work that I get to do uh, is I, I host Rick Warren's daily radio pro program. I'm the voice of Daily Hope. Um, I have been so blessed to be able to work for so many different ministries. I was the voice of uh, World Vision for 10 years, and I was the voice of Compassion International and uh, Open Doors Ministry and uh, the Jesus Film Project. And these are the things, and even voiceovers for different ministries and for churches and things, these are the things that I value the most, that I'm able to give back in that way. And, you know, also I would tell you that the, the idea, and, and I share this only to be an example, but, you know, the idea that God has blessed me so much, uh, the Bible tells us that we're, we're really blessed to be a blessing. And, and so, you know, Terry and I have been able to use the money that God has given us. We've built a number of schools around the world. We've done things that we never dreamed we would be able to do because of the success that I've had in this business. And that's my priority. When I go into that room, if you, if you were able to go into my studio right now and see it, you would see pictures of kids that we sponsor all over the world. And you would see pictures of schools that we built. And that's not to be boastful in any way. It's to remind me that when I'm in that room, it's not just for me that God has put me in this position to be able to help and use with the funds that 
that come my way. And, and that to me is, I, I've just found that people that have a sense of generosity um, um, have a, have a better spirit. They have a, you know, it's not all about what can I get? How much money can I make? You know, all that stuff. And, and so I, I share that with you because as a believer, I think that's, um, it's really in a way, I, I don't want to say required or demanded, but it, it just shows that your priority system may be different than that world. I also want to mention too, that uh, being a, a Christian in Hollywood is not unlike being a fireman in Los Angeles. I mean, many of us uh, who are believers work in secular communities. And what does Christ ask us to do? He asked us to love one another. They will know we are Christians by our love. And you don't have to beat people over the head. You know, that's what I found. People know that I have faith in God. And over the years, many people in Hollywood who don't have faith have called me and asked me to pray for them because they know I'm a man of faith. And sometimes living by example, you know, your mouth uh, and what comes out of it is different many times. And people will recognize that. I remember a producer saying to me that I worked with you know, weekly, I worked with this producer and he said, I notice you don't swear. And I said, yeah, it's not something that I do. And he said, you know, that's really cool. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, I'm not going to swear anymore. He goes, I really like what you do. Could, could you remind me if I slip up? And I said, no, <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy that says, hey, you just swore. I said, but if you're feeling that, then just be conscious of it. And, you know, this wasn't a faith-based thing or anything. It was just over years of working with this guy, he noticed he, he hadn't heard that come from my mouth. And I'm not saying that he, I don't stub my toes sometimes and you, you'd have to bleep out what I say. But it's just not part of what my daily life is. And that's what makes us a little bit different sometimes than what the world expects. And so people will notice that and people will begin to ask you about those things. And if it's appropriate, I would find some Christians are actively trying to get God into every sentence and it becomes very awkward very quickly and nobody wants to talk to you because they just, oh, that's the guy that's constantly talking about this. And, but when it comes up naturally in conversation and then they can back it up with the way you live your life you will find the opportunities to lead people towards Christ. And I have done that. I remember when Rick Warren's book, uh, Purpose Driven Life, came out. And I loved that book so much. And I gave it to uh, my agents and my managers. And they read it. And their lives were changed by it. And, you know, it's just in subtle ways, you can have a big voice for your faith. And that's whether you're working at the post office or the grocery store and, or if you're in Hollywood. And I was so happy to find that so many people in the voiceover field were believers. Wow. Yes. You wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think it, but it's absolutely true. 
And there's something to the idea that somebody who uh, is not being seen uh, and, and doesn't really maybe even a, want to be seen on camera or something like that, not to mention, not to say that that's not the thing, but it just wasn't my thing. But there's something about this community that was more accepting of people and caring about people than I found in the on-camera world, which I, I did for a little bit in the beginning because it was required of my agent. But I found this community to be a, a great community of loving, caring people and found a number of believers. In fact, uh, one of them called me yesterday, a guy that I've known for 30 years. He was a very, very successful voice actor, and we were talking about some very cool spiritual things. And um, yeah, I found a group of believers uh, and in all realms in Hollywood. And, you know, people paint Hollywood with a broad brush. And what I will tell you is that I find that Hollywood is just like any other place. It's, it's filled with everyday people, even the people that, that are stars. You only hear about the ones that are going crazy or doing something ridiculous, right? Most of these people are just good people. They have families. They go to their work. They do a good job. And they, you know, they do the things you do. And many of them go to church. And many of them, you know, have great faith. And so it's, it's, it's really not as crazy as people think. Now, I will say that Hollywood does tend to uh, put out some, you know, some horrible stuff and cross the line. But there's also a lot of, there's also a lot of great stuff that comes out of Hollywood. And, uh, and so, and it's not always faith-based. You know, I, I remember watching a Dennis Quaid movie called The Rookie. And it was a Disney film, and I, did, I was the voice of that film, I believe. And I just remember this moment where they were sitting around the table in that movie, and they had prayer before dinner. And I was just elated by that, because it was a picture of Christianity in a home with a family. And it wasn't hitting us over the head with it. It was just saying, hey... These are people that love God and have faith and are asking them to bless their lives and thanking them. And it was that one moment, very short moment in that one movie, I think did more than, you know, many other things that are just beating you over the head or preaching to the choir. It's all about example. Um, I have devotions every morning with, um, Pastor Greg Laurie's devotional, and he also has the audio version of that. Maybe it's Dave Spiker. I, I actually will ask Dave and ask him if he's the voice of that. But one of the things that Pastor Greg Laurie said, there, there are five Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and yourself. Oh, that's beautiful. That you're, is beautiful. You're the fifth Gospel. You just did. So, okay, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and you. And yeah. I thought, you know, that's pretty good. One Great conversation with friend and colleague, Scott Rummel, professional voiceover actor. We'll be back right after this break. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. 
To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. Welcome back to the podcast, talking to Scott Rummel, voiceover actor. One of your great quotes is, success never happens inside the comfort zone. Yeah? Yeah, and I'm so thankful I had such great teaching. This is probably not my quote, but it's something that I'm known for because uh, I, I very early on realized that if you want to have success in anything, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. You have to do the uncomfortable. You have to be courageous. You have to be brave. You have to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Uh, and that is uh, something that I, when I speak at uh, universities, I am quick to say to people because um, if people just think that even though you have uh, a talent, that it's just going to happen for you, it just isn't. Now, I have um, three kids, and those kids I've taught this to, and they all have different personalities. And my son, who is a, a director, he's, he's really a humble kid, and uh, he went to film school, and one of the things that he had a hard time doing, even though his work is amazing, uh, was any kind of self-promotion. And I, I had to say to him, look, I know it's uncomfortable but success doesn't happen in the comfort zone. So you're going to have to learn how to do some level of self-promotion. And if your biggest worry is that people will see you as a braggart or somebody that's constantly self-promoting, you don't have that personality. So people won't say that. But, but in the same way that I had to tell people, you know, the first commercial I ever did was man number one in a bridal shop commercial. I had to point to that to give the next person confidence that I had done that. And then I was doing a commercial for Metro car wash systems. And I had to say, yeah, well, I do the Metro car wash commercials, you know, and then I had to say this. And then it's, it's building this self uh, promotion so that people are aware that you are doing this work. Many people that will hire you, they just need some level of credibility to tell the people above them that, yeah, this guy is a voiceover guy. He's doing this and doing that. And so I said this to my son. Now, today I will tell you my son has a very successful um, production company. Um, he has about 19 men and women working for him. He's constantly doing lots of projects. He's busy every day. He started out doing weddings when he was in college, and that grew into a pretty big company for him. He was doing a uh, hundred weddings a year and he started doing celebrity weddings and was on shows about weddings, whatever the bride shows are. And, and, and then uh, he did in, in one of these celebrity weddings, uh, the very famous actor that he was uh, doing his wedding called him and said, Taylor, I just saw this work that you did for us. I, 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 I'm astonished. When I get back from my honeymoon, I, my wife and I want to take your wife and you out to dinner. And then they began to work together on projects. My son became uh, the character Goofy at Disneyland when he was in uh, college. And he worked himself into a job doing uh, videos for Disneyland. And then... And then Imagineering started hiring him. And I think when he was all done, he became a, a premier vendor for Disney. He had produced over 80 or 
produced and directed over 85 projects for the Walt Disney Company. And, um, and now he does just tons of great work. Uh, and again, giving back, he is the main video guy at his church. He's been doing the worship. He's been writing and directing beautiful films that are inspirational and stuff. So as part of his ministry, he, he does that. And I'm so proud of him. And my other son, too, uh, he was uh, my middle son, Cooper. He was an award-winning journalist and was with CBS, uh, KNX 1070, and CBS National Radio, Radio in L.A., and was a part of winning Edward R. Murrow Awards as a 25-year-old. And um, God moved him uh, in December into the storytelling, head of the storytelling ministry at Saddleback Church. And he's doing phenomenal work for the Lord. And uh, my daughter is just graduated from Belmont University in Nashville. She is a singer-songwriter, and she's wonderfully talented, and she's just beginning her journey. And so, but I've taught all my kids that it's important that you get out of that comfort zone. You know, you can just sit around, you can be the most talented person in the world unless you get out there and start walking. God cannot steer, steer you or direct your path. You have to begin moving. And so um, get out of that comfort zone. Great scripture. Uh, we make our plans, but God directs our steps. And if you Absolutely. don't have any plans, where are the steps you're, you're going to do it? Scott Rommel, it has been a joy and a privilege to have you here on the podcast. And thank you. This has been a lot of fun getting to know you more and uh, your faith in God and your work in the industry. And thank you for joining us today. And our listeners, thank you too. Well, I, I love this. I love the opportunity just to hang out and talk and have a nice conversation and uh, so thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.